0: It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.
1: The terrific Football Tuesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. We'll get to all our bets for tonight coming up in the Power Hour, the final hour of the show. We're very excited to give you those bets. NHL, NBA, and college hoops. That's coming up next hour on the show. We'll also give you golf bets for the weekend from our friend Ryan Noonan from 4 for Four. And Betts birds. But otherwise, we are wearing the eight buckets bucket hats right now because we are talking win totals in the NFL offseason with the scouting combine going on right now in Indianapolis. And we closed the last hour, Ken, talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning defending Super Bowl champions, set the stage that I think they're very likely to lose at least one of Chris Jones, Chris Jones, and LeJaria Sneed, maybe both. We'll see about Drew Tranquil. We'll see about Willie Gay, and this happens a lot, right? Like, you make the Super Bowl, win or lose, and you're, you're going to lose some players. It's just kind of how it goes, especially when you're paying the quarterback like the Chiefs are. He's actually underpaid, which is crazy, Patrick Mahomes says, right? So, you set the stage, Ken. Um, I did with the players, and then you set the stage with the schedule. Talking about Chiefs, AFC North will be the cross match for the AFC West this year and the NFC South, and all the AFC teams will play eight home games and nine road games except for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who always uh, host a game or two um, in London. So now let's let's try and guess what we think this win total is going to be, Ken, for the reigning defending Super Bowl champs.
0: I think, uh, you know, especially for the Chiefs with the two defensive players, I almost want to be like how low, like, let's say they keep neither somehow they go into next year and Sneed's not on the roster and Chris Jones isn't on the roster. Like what is the lowest number? And this isn't like what I would make it. I'm trying to guess what the opener is going to be or like what it is after a couple weeks or something like that. Um, I think like the rock bottom number for them is still 11. And I think it's either more than that or it's not. So I put 11 and a half as my best guess for what they will open in the market basically like a slight improvement over performance last year with the idea that they will improve slightly roster wise especially on offense in terms of how they will perform I mean I would project them to be a better offense next year and a slightly worse defense if you think they're like seventh and eighth I'd project like third and twelfth or something you know like something more reasonable for them next year um so with that in mind like the way the team's typically rated I think something like 11 11 and a half I'll go 11 and a half because I think you will probably draw over money on them regardless.
1: I, it's really tough to disagree with that. And like last year, won 11 games and obviously go on to win the Super Bowl. You had the end of the Buffalo game with like the Darius, Tony offsides on like the ridiculous, you know, the Kelsey lateral to Tony when he scores the touchdown that gets called back. The MVS drop against the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, this could have very easily been a 13 and four team. And they probably, I mean, that's kind of like what they were, right? Because then they beat Miami, beat the Bills in Buffalo, beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Beat the Niners in the Super Bowl and route to back-to-back Super Bowl championships. They're third in this dynastic era for the Kansas City Chiefs. Ken, really tough to disagree with your assessment here of 11 and a half. And look, even if they lose Jones and Snead, it's, it's really tough ever betting against them. Remember, I've said this a couple times recently. They literally, they traded Tyree Kill. They traded Tyree Kill and then proceeded to win back-to-back Super Bowls. There it is. What yeah. else is there to say?
0: Like next year, we'll be like, man, they didn't keep luxurious Sneed, and they won the Super Bowl again. <laughs> like, and they, like and we'll they won do the do Super Bowl again. 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 I feel like we'll just do that again. Homes. Yeah. If we're – I'm going to ask this question every time. So wait, is, so your prediction's 11 and a half also? For, we're both the same?
1: I think the rock bottom I, – I guess the one thing I, was gonna I ask maybe how we're maybe push back
0: on. That's what I was going to – that's what's was going to be my question. Are we wrong a half win more or less? or more than I that.
1: think if they if they lose Jones and Snead I think there's it, it would never be 10 and a half it has like 11 well, it is could the be. Lowest.
0: I mean it can be 10 and a half you if it was 10 and a half would you really like to bet the over on them with no Jones and no Snead in the regular season
1: Yeah Yeah I have Mahomes Yeah me too Yeah me too Yeah like 11 and 6 and I win like, they yeah. lose six times, and it's I like still win. The winningest yes. quarterback
0: ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And by the way, an Andy Reid's negotiating a contract extension. He'll
0: be back. Right. And Kelsey's not going to retire, at least right now. So, I think we'd feel pretty good. Yeah, I would know. No. I wouldn't okay. feel good. I'd feel effing amazing. If we're wrong, are we wrong 11, or are we wrong 12? 11. I agree which is crazy because it's Mahomes and they just won the Super Bowl. But I agree with you.
1: Anything else on Kansas City?
0: No, I thought that was pretty thorough, actually, for February 27th. I thought that was pretty good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was, right? All right. So we started with Kansas City. Now we'll go to the AFC East and we'll work our way down from there. We'll go through AFC uh, East, North, South, and West, and we'll see how many teams we get through today. We'll obviously got nothing but time. Coming up here here in the NFL offseason. Let's go to the uh to the Buffalo Bills, Ken. Yet another like 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 playoff failure for Buffalo. Uh miserable like gut punch loss for the Buffalo Bills, losing to the Chiefs in the manner that they did. Now Sean McDermott, their head coach in the news recently, because he's saying, you know, like uh, we are going. It's not a matter of if, but when we win a Super Bowl in Buffalo. Now, whether or not that's true is a is another question. But I mean, I guess if you're a Bills fan, that's what you want your coach to say. Like, we are going to win the Super Bowl, even if I think Ken and I have a lot of skepticism that that's going to be the case. So Josh Allen obviously returns for the Bills, and he's one of the best quarterbacks um, in in the league. Uh, Joe Brady will be the offensive coordinator. Um, he. Was the uh, the interim OC when they fired Ken Dorsey after the Monday night loss to the Denver Broncos? So Joe Brady will be the offensive coordinator. Bobby Babbage, son of Bob Babbage, is the new defensive coordinator. We don't know who will be calling plays on defense yet. Sean McDermott might delegate it to Bobby Babbage, if not Bobby Babbage, if not McDermott will call the defensive plays himself. That'll be like Adam Saylor's next character. Yeah, Bobby Babbage. Um. The big offseason story for Buffalo, they are fifty million dollars over the cap. And we'll see because like, the NFL is so flush with money that the salary cap got raised a lot. Um, maybe Buffalo will be able to like dig themselves out of this hole that they're in. They're gonna have to, obviously. They'll find they'll finagle it, they'll find a way to do it. But I think the roster might look a little different next year, where they might have to let go of some like high price veterans like Leonard Floyd's name has been mentioned here. Gabe Davis is a free agent. It, can Buffalo afford to pay Gabe Davis $13 million a year? Um, and this was a question, Ken, that I had about Buffalo coming into the last couple seasons, which is, outside of Stephon Diggs, do you feel good about Josh Allen's weaponry? So let's say Gabe Davis is not with Buffalo next year, and they would obviously like draft someone or try to sign someone in free agency. Now it's Diggs, and it's Dalton Kincaid, last year's first-round pick, like tight end slot receiver hybrid James Cook. Like, it's possible that Buffalo's roster is not going to be as good next year as it was this past year, given the salary cap issues that they have. So I wanted to provide that as a backdrop. They could still be awesome, right? They still have Josh Allen. They're still going to be like a really good team, we think. Um, But maybe not as good roster-wise, Ken, as they've been the last couple years. What do you think about Buffalo?
0: Yeah, it's uh, they're really, really interesting. And We did, obviously, throughout the playoffs, I I mentioned that historical trend on the coaches and quarterbacks that stay together for a while. Like, once you get – there's an expiration date, it seems like, on this stuff. And Buffalo, like, they're not even – like they're not, you look at the milk and you're like, ah, uh, like I'm still going to drink this even though it's a, like you look at the milk and it's like not liquid anymore. And you like can't even pour it out of the container. Like that seems like what this is with this pairing. Um, that being said, there's nothing that says they still, it's, they have a quarterback that could win MVP next year. And if that's true, uh, then there's nothing preventing them from winning a lot of regular season games not no matter who else is on the team, but like that obviously gives you a big advantage. Uh, the schedule, we did the Chiefs schedule already. Buffalo, you know, obviously you know, won the division. Uh, they like play a really, really difficult schedule too, as you'd imagine. And the the way I like to think about schedules, especially the last couple of years is like when you do divisions, like all the teams in the AFC East, do you want a better team to win the AFC East? Uh, what are the games that are unique to Buffalo that the other teams in the division don't have to play? Because the other the other AFC East teams, they're going to play the same cross-match division. Sometimes their bonus game might be like a similar talented team, but this is where Buffalo is at a tremendous disadvantage. So the divisions they play AFC South is who the AFC draws in the NFC West. Again, we're going to read these pairings. There isn't like a bad one in the bunch. Like there isn't a really easy pairing and a really difficult pairing because The easiest and the most difficult uh, division got paired together for teams like the Chiefs. They played the easiest division, NFC South, and the most difficult division, AFC North, together. So it evens itself out, basically, Uh, in terms of the—there's no, like, the NFC South last year had, like, just the easiest cakewalk, both Souths. That's how like the—how do you think the Texans won so many games? And all those teams, how do you think the Colts won so many games? Anyway, Buffalo plays AFC South, NFC West— all that means is they play the Niners, which is fun because it's just a really good game. Uh, there are three extra games that they have that in this nobody else has this trio. They play the Ravens and the Chiefs as part of playing a first-place schedule. So they'll play the Ravens, Chiefs, and Niners next year, which is just awesome if you like football because those are three really fun games. Their 17th game, bonus game, is the Lions, which is oh, really, 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 really tough, too. This team gets
1: boned yeah. every year. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so just, I, again they can win a lot of games. They have Josh Allen. They can be some fun ass games, man. These are going to be some really, really really compelling stuff. Uh, Last year, they won 11. Obviously like people weren't sure if they were going to make the playoffs for a while. They go on a run in the later part of the season. Uh, They blow out Dallas, Miami in the last week, uh, end up like, you know, putting together a formidable record, 11 and six, their Pythagorean expectation was that they were a 12 win team. So they played like a really good team down the stretch. Part of that uh, difference is that they probably blew out a few more teams than some other teams did, or than an 11 win team would normally win. So, you know, they're kind of comfortably in that range against this schedule. um, You know, I I think you're talking about a high number and it's going to be an interesting under conversation, but I think for them next year against a schedule like this, you know, my, my gut kind of says that they probably run back like, it's 10 and a half or 11, and I don't know which one it is. Uh, I th- Maybe, I mean, of the roster moves, will end up telling the, the tale here probably. I'll start with like 10 and a half juiced over, and then like let's see how good the roster actually ends up being.
1: Um, You better, you better hear it, Nick and Ken. Eight buckets, win totals, uh, trying to project them here for the AFC. Uh, I I think I, mm, I yeah, I think I agree with you. That it might just be is 11. it less? Like it is. I don't know if it's ever less. Cause, okay, like Gabe Davis and like, I'll oh, just like Leonard Floyd, like they're not there. Oh, Josh Allen's right. still there. And it's not, it's not the same as Kansas City. It's not even close to the same as the Chiefs. But if the bet is, okay, Buffalo loses six games and I still win my bet, like it does sound kind of appealing. The other thing that I think we should talk about here with this division especially, I do think the Dolphins are more likely than not to take a step back this season. Like not be not that they can't win the Super Bowl, but maybe not be as good in the regular season as they were. The Jets are gonna be better if Rodgers is healthy, obviously. Duh. And the Patriots can't be worse. Like they can't be worse than they were last They'll year. They'll probably just be the same. Like it's gonna be stiffer competition.
0: Yeah. Well, the two Jets games. You just you just you change the win probability in those two games dramatically. Um, but to be fair, like all the other teams on Buffalo schedule will get better or worse and kind of the same way. So you just try to figure this out. But yeah, like playing in their division is tougher than playing in some other ones. Uh, they draw like Baltimore, Kansas City in the first place cross matches is impossible. Drawing Detroit as the 17th is really, really difficult. Kansas City draws San Francisco as the 17th. Um, You know, so it's just, that's what, that's what keeps these obviously from being 13, 13 and a half, whatever, is that like when you, when you come in first, you play a a more difficult schedule. I think it's, yeah, like I, so I predict, like my prediction for what it'll open at is 10 and a half. If you, if we're wrong, what half are we wrong? Are we, 11 has to be, we're not gonna be wrong 10, right? We're gonna be wrong 10? Correct. Oh man. What, uh. What's your best guess about like what the roster looks like? Cuz you brought up the questions, but I feel like we didn't like answer them necessarily. Like what's I, your best guess I, about how this looks?
1: I I think that you need to trust that Brandon Bean has like a great draft and I don't know that he's that he's done anything to show you that like this is going to be like a like a draft the Rams had last year. Where it's like, here's like Puka and like Kobe Turner and Young. It's like all these guys that can come and contribute right. immediately. I, I don't know if I have confidence or like what Brad Holmes has done with the Lions. He's a lot more top picks, obviously. I just don't know if I'm confident that I trust like this general manager to kind of restock the cupboard here. I think the roster is like likely to be a little worse. And again, so for the Bills fans out there, people that like Buffalo, it doesn't mean they can't still go with like 13-4. and four. Like you still have Josh Allen. They could still be awesome. They could win the Super Bowl. They could break through. It, but be honest, right? They're up against it here financially. It's probably likely that the that the roster is not going to be as good next year.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's funny because, like that being said, I think if we're wrong, we're wrong, and it's eleven just because of Agreed. like track record and the and the and the record last year, like Pythagorean expectation of twelve, and the roster won't be marked like way worse. Um, Maybe the answer is eleven. Maybe that just shows like a little bias where I'm just kind of thinking like they're just gonna have like a monster regular season, like it's a long season. Uh, you know, a team that's really likely to make the playoffs, but you know, where they? You know, if there was a market for win the most regular season games, I'd need a really really long price to play them over. So, at least some other, honestly, all the NFC teams that we'll talk about because they'll all play an easier schedule. Um, yeah, just again, think about it for Buffalo, eight, and with that home field advantage too, eight home, nine road. You draw Baltimore, Kansas City. You draw Detroit. Nobody else draws that trio. Like it just like you can be really good, and that's still ten or eleven. Maybe it opens eleven juiced under, but yeah, I think between those two numbers,
1: I kind of want to. I know you don't. You don't really think of things like to think of things like this. If I told you that Buffalo was going to do what they did after Joe Brady took over as the OC run the ball a lot more, try to minimize Josh Allen's turnovers, does that make you think they'll win more or less regular season games if Allen's not going, like, full swashbuckler? It's a little
0: interesting to think about. A lot. Yeah, a lot of games, but we're saying a lot of games.
1: On the other side, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots, AFC East, eight buckets.